Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Divisional Basketball Tournaments in Class AA are underway. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. At the Western AA Tournament in Butte, Missoula Hellgates boys had no trouble advancing to the semifinals. The Knights, who won the Western AA regular season title to enter the tournament as the top seed, cruised past Kalispell Flathead 65-31. In the second game, the Helena Capital boys beat Kalispell Glacier 53-44. The Sentinels boys pulled the first upset of the day on Thursday, bouncing third-seeded Helena High 62-52, and second-seeded Butte outlasted upstart Big Sky 65 in the first round of the girls' Western AA tournament, Missoula Big Sky dispatched a flathead at the Civic Center, 52-42. Capital had no trouble cruising past Sentinel, 56-30. Helena snuck past Butte, 42-35. And Hellgate emerged in a slugfest over Glacier, 44-38. Semifinals include Hellgate's boys versus Capital at 3:30 and Sentinel versus the Butte boys at 5 p.m. Plus Big Sky's girls versus Capital at 6:30 and Helena versus Hellgate at 8. In the Eastern AA tournament, the Bozeman boys and the Billings Skyview girls each stayed up undefeated with their 19th straight victories over Great Falls and Belgrade respectively. Bozeman plays Billings West while Billings Skyview plays Bozeman Gallatin in the Eastern Boys semis and then the Skyview girls take on Great Falls CMR and defending girls champ Billings West plays Bozeman Gallatin in the girls semifinals. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is presented by Selway Armory. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Look at Pause now. ESPN Radio. Tommy Evans DJing for us here on this Freestyle Friday. Appreciate him for sitting in the chair. Also appreciate Rajim Seabrook for rolling with me, Coulter Nuanas. If you missed anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by the Jewelry Design Center. I'm not wearing it yet because I still got to pick it up, but they designed me a custom wedding ring that I'm so excited. And he proposed, and I said, yes, folks. It was great. <laughs> it was so awesome. I get to get married twice in one year. <laughs> I would say yes, by the way. Uh, the But the uh, it's so cool what they can do down there at the Jewelry Design Center. So, so much appreciate their engagement, creativity, artisanship, kindness. It's a it's a wonderful place. Great business. They make you feel just like so good when you go in there. So go check out Jewelry Design Center across the street from the Montana Club on Brooks. 
uh, Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. Demond, uh, excuse me, the uh, Nuance Net Podcast, also presented by the M Store, where they're all grins all the time, the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. And Schulte Law had a bad day. Visit jschulteilaw.com. Update from Butte. 39-38, the Knights lead Helena Capital. Hellgate Knights, that is. Timeout, 13.7 seconds left. Got the ball on the baseline coming out of the timeout. So, Capital giving Hellgate all they can handle. We'll get you a real-time update uh, as soon as it comes down the pipe. But that's the first semifinal there uh, in Butte. Uh, all the rest of the action so far today has been loser out action. Our Class AA Spotlight scoreboard, as well as our prep coverage throughout this show, is presented in part by Destination Missoula. Destination Missoula is a driving force behind bringing the Class AA tournament to the Garden City. Email Kara at DestinationMissoula.org for hotel discounts, event details, or uh, and more. Destination Missoula, creating a vibrant and inclusive quality of life, place, and experience for, community, uh, for this community and uh, their visitors. Let's play uh, Rajim's favorite game. <laughs> Smart or dumb? Yes. I like this better than blind. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, uh, it's it's easy. It's a, not a multiple-choice question. It's a two-choice question. Well, you could just wax more poetically on, uh, on polarizing right. okay. uh, viewpoints. Smart or dumb? The New I'm York both, the, the New York Giants are uh, look, at least looking like going to cut ties with Saquon Barkley. Smart or dumb? Dumb. So dumb. You have nothing in your stable, yet you want to enter something in you know the Kentucky Derby. You want to put an old mule out there to run the Kentucky Derby. Let me tell you, when someone like Saquon Barkley, who is 35% of your offense, statistically has not been the dynamo I and other Giants fans have wanted him to be coming out of Penn State injuries, bad quarterback play, shoddy offensive line. If you have any iota <laughs> of, of brain cells of wanting to win some games and be at least competitive, you can't get rid of this cat. There's no one on this roster right now that can do anything offensively outside of Saquon Barkley. Nobody. Yeah, I see. He is the he's the litmus test of this exact conversation when it comes to running backs because Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Tony Pollard, every single one of these guys who's been a thousand plus yard rusher, fifteen hundred yard rusher, Mm -hmm. they are all in the similar situation. Mm -hmm. The headline started with Adam Schefter tweeting about Saquon because the Giants decided they weren't going to franchise tag him. Then Derrick Henry, same thing. Then Josh Jacobs, the same thing. And then those other two guys, Eckler and Pollard, now on the market as well. I struggle with this because I see both sides. Like on one hand, your take is absolutely correct in the fact that. The Giants don't have anybody else. Nobody. Saquon Barkley has been win healthy their entire offensive. Entire offense. But that's also why it's smart to cut ties with him because he's already missed two full seasons with injuries in his short six-year career. And unfortunately, he's so good that he's too good because of how much you have to pay him. Mm -hmm. 
He's set to make thirteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. You could sign five running backs for thirteen million dollars, mm-hmm. and the the part that's d- just completely eroding the value of this position is that the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, the seven round draft pick that makes a leak minimum in Isaiah Pacheco. Do you know he's, what I'm saying? He's nice. He's so nice. He's so but, good. But also, you can just find guys in the seventh round of the draft, or you know, my, for, for seven hundred thousand dollars instead of thirteen million dollars. My only, and I don't want you to view this or anyone to view this or listen to this as a rebuke to what you're saying or a retort, Coulter. The Giants have not drafted well, so for me, when you look at the, you know, going back to the Gettleman um, era, uh, now the Dayball and Shane era, regardless of who you can find, you're not drafting dudes to be able to find to find that diamond in the rough. So to me, keep what you have until you can find what you need. And right now the Giants are, are are trying to you know fish for sharks with a worm on the end of a hook, you know it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. And, and you know me, I follow Giants football very closely. Right. To me, this is a gaffe. To me, you should have paid Saquon before you paid Daniel Jones. Um, so there's an interesting take. That's actually that's actually the maybe the thing that would maybe bring me back towards the middle because I I want your take to be true. But just from a pure financial standpoint, I understand why all these teams are cutting ties. Financially, yes, I get it. But if you didn't pay Daniel Jones that much, you might have a little bit more in the coffers. It's true. Who's not worth what he was offered. It's true. And maybe if you had a better quarterback, you wouldn't have had to ride Saquon Barkley so hard as well. So now he wouldn't be so banged up. Right. But, but ironically, he also probably wouldn't have the overall career numbers he has. So therefore, he'd be cheaper totally. as well. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's his own worst enemy right now. And his best friend. Hellgate sinks a pair of free throws. They lead by three with 13 seconds to go. Capital with one last possession. Uh, Jeff Safford uh, reporting live from uh, Butte, America. Oh, Joffrey. Uh, okay, so s- smart or dumb, the, uh, the Chicago Bears potentially shopping around the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> Another team that can't draft. Um, smart. Because on one hand, they could they, they they might be able to buy into Justin Fields. Is he good enough? I'm not sure. But do you think that anybody you can get in the draft this year is better than him? I, I think it's smart as well. I think it's smart. I think I think this is, you, you can ride it out one more year with this guy. You, you invested in him at some point. Yeah. He's an athlete. Yep. There's some very, very serviceable and workable pieces there within. Um, this no, this overall number one draft pick. That's that's a lot, man. Yeah, you for can, sure. You can pick up a lot. And, well, I, and, and if I think the other thing that you're you're centering upon, and and one of our loyal listeners just texted in and said, "Hi, loyal listener." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You move back because okay. So here's the thing: if you have Trevor Lawrence available, you got Andrew Luck available. You know, you, you have a, a surefire day one franchise lights out type of court. Joe Burrow is available. You keep it. Yep. Like when you know this dude is yeah. going to be a top 10, 15 quarterback in the league right away. This is you, not that draft. You keep it. But if it, right now, first of all, you don't know if Justin Fields or Caleb Williams are that much different. True. I actually think Justin Fields is just a more athletic that- version of. Caleb Williams, right? I agree with that. But the other thing is, you don't know, there's not that much of a discernible difference between Caleb Williams and Drake May, the kid out of North Carolina. North Cowboy. Or, you know, some of these other, there's no surefire guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, you move back, acquire draft capital, 
if you're in the mix, maybe you take a Drake May or you know somebody else. Maybe you take the fourth quarterback taken later on. Take a Penix. Or you just stack picks, right? I mean, that's the other part is every once in a while, you hit the draft lottery and you draft Peyton Manning, and then you're good for 15 years like the Indianapolis right. Colts. Right. Most of the time, guess who's actually good? The teams who trade out of these top picks and or never are in the position to have them. Yeah, I think it's smart. I mean, the New England Patriots has never drafted a, a quarterback in the first round that made any sort of difference in their franchise because Tom Brady was the guy for 20 freaking years when he was a six-round draft pick. Mac Jones is their only real first-round pick, and he sucks. So, oh, boy. So, yes, he does. So, But why have the Patriots have been so good? Because every year they always trade out, and they trade down, and they get more picks. Mm-hmm. Then, you, then you have you have more to assess. You have more horses in the stable, so to say, and you you you... The rich get richer sometimes in that situation. And from that formulatic uh, perspective of New England, that formula worked for them. Yeah. It, it, the Bears need to ship the pick, man. Yeah. Get, you know, pick up another first, pick up two twos and a third. That's right. You and get five what, players for one. That's what you do. Yeah. And if you get in the, and those five players are all in the top three rounds, three of the, two of those dudes are sticking and the other part is it has such a, it's so much less of a chance to crater your franchise that's the that's the part that's the most tenuous about drafting top 10 quarterbacks they either work or they don't when they don't work they set you back that's it cuz you're with this guy and you're committed to this guy and now you have to deal with that for years dan jones zach wilson dan jones yeah right like uh, you, the multiple examples here unbelievable i mean mitch trubisky that's a good one. Mark Sanchez. Right. like It, it handcuffs you. Oh. Moving forward. Hamstrings. Uh, ben, our loyal listener, is just lighting up the text line right now. He says he thinks the LSU quarterback is better. Jaden Daniels, who's a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, I think he's pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. And he, he also says North Carolina QB, Drake May, equals Duke QB, a.k.a. Da- Daniel Jones. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know you, brother, but I love you. Because, look, the only thing you draft out of the ACC in the first round, not quarterbacks. Point guards and wings, okay? That's the only thing you draft out of the first round from Duke and North Carolina. And, that you, like, I, uh, I like what he's saying. Yeah, I don't, don't give me no quarterbacks from Duke and North Carolina. <laughs> no, man, you, you, they don't play nobody. Update from Butte. Hellgate holds on. 41-38 over Helena Capital. Tough game. Uh, a nice uh, win for the, the Hellgate Knights. Great effort by Helena Capital as well. So the Knights are into the divisional championship game now. So they are headed to the state tournament. You knew they probably were gonna, but you you still got to get it done. So a little uh, sigh of relief for Jeff Hayes' squad, but that'd be a nice little feather in the cap for Hellgate if they could figure out a way to uh, win that. I mean, I shouldn't say figure out a way, finish the deal, win the Western AA tournament because, I mean, they've been the number one team out west uh, pretty much from stem to stern they are the defending state champs our class AA coverage probably presented in part by Stockman Bank Stockman Bank's Montana's brand of banking Stockman Bank is in Montana only in Montana and they plan on keeping it that way let Stockman Bank show you Montana's brand of banking today let's keep rolling on the NFL because why why wouldn't we speaking of Mac Jones Smart Mac Jones, smart or dumb, he's uh, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> the, the Patriots in the market for a quarterback this offseason. First of all, just to hear that coming out of a Patriots camp is so weird. Well, I mean, think about this: it's a new new regime. There's a new no pun intended. Not folks. not not regime, but a new regime. Yes. There is a, a new 
guard there. And I mean, this is the first time in a lifetime. A quarter a century. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, it's right? It's a quarter century, right? right? If you do 20 years of Brady, three years of Mac Jones, that's a, that's a quarter of a century. Bill Belichick was hired there in 2000. Quarter uh, of a I cent- guess 1999. Yeah, so 25 years. So 25 years. Hit the nail on the head. Um, Good. Next. Like, right. you, you need some I, fresh I, blood. I think, I think that, I mean, it, it's funny because the answer's right in front of the Patriots' face, right? Why were the Patriots the dominant team of the first 20 years of the 20th, 21st century? Good coach, great quarterback. Coach, quarterback, continuity, Defense. right? Yep. Like, that's 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 what they had. Yep. Smart trades, smart draft picks. So, new head coach, old, stale quarterback. And Mac Jones isn't old yet, but he's been there, and you already know what you have in him, which has been, to this point, not much. Not much outside I, of the I rookie think, year. I think you just you move on. Oh, you have to. Yeah, if you're the Patriots, I think you, you you try to shop Mac Jones. Yeah. There's a lot of talk that maybe they'll try to go after Kirk Cousins. I do not think that's the answer too whatsoever. He's too expensive. He's too expensive, and he's just not good enough, but he's also too good, right? Because you bring him in, and... Let's say he's good enough to push you to seven and nine, or I guess seven and ten in this new NFL schedule, or eight and nine, or whatever it might be. That's actually worse for you. You're better off to go with Bailey Zappi and go four and fourteen, right? Like that's what you should do if you're the Patriots is try with a new coach to just tank. That that's what you should do is just let the bottom fall out of the whole deal. So, give me crazy to see what uh, what goes down. Okay, smart or dumb. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers letting Baker Mayfield enter free agency. Dumb. 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 Really dumb. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield has like kind of found... Uh, a, 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 I felt like he found a soft landing there last year. Um, what that also says to me is they may be letting other people from that current team kind of walk out the door as well. I think Baker Mayfield is serviceable. He has shown flashes of being a competent quarterback. Uh, At times, he kind of reminds me of a poor, poor man's Jeff Garcia uh, with a little less scrambling ability, but just the same incredible moxie and pocket presence and just, I'm going to pull the trigger regardless. And I kind of love about him. But I think that's dumb for him to let let him go, especially because there's there's, there ain't much out there in the world of free agency. And some of these guys coming out of uh, college uh, this year, even some of the high-profile ones, there's a lot of question marks swirling around some of them. So uh, I'm going to say dumb. I agree. I, I think Baker— Because you're smart. Baker Mayfield is—he's one of the most interesting analyses of quarterbacks in the NFL because— He's in that Kirk Cousins range, but here's why he's a way better investment than Kirk Cousins. Because he doesn't cost nearly as much money. Duh. If you bring in a Baker Mayfield on a defensive-oriented team with a defensive head coach like Todd Bowles is in Tampa Bay, and you pay him a, 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 you know, a veteran's minimum type of salary, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good investment. And you're going to get probably 8, 9, 10 wins. You bring in Kirk Cousins and you pay him $30 million. I'm sure he's going to throw for more yards than Baker Mayfield, but what's he actually going to do for you in terms of wins? You're going to win the same amount of games, and you can't get the same thing out of the guy. No, you actually might win games and win a playoff game with this with I Baker. Mean, Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins have the exact, exact same, same number of, of playoff wins over the last five years. How about that? And look at the discrepancy in years in the league. That's right. That's not favoring Kirk Cousins. You know what I say? Jeff Hostetler, ring a bell, anybody? 
right? Right. Uh, uh, game managers. Ravens won a Super Bowl with it. Tampa Bay won a Super Bowl uh, that way. Get this guy a good defense. Keep Mike Evans and build around him. Like that is a Mike good, Evans also a free agent. Also, which is a little scary. The Giants. Mike Evans, we'll take you up item ninety five, brother. We need to. We, the Giants need a receiver over the size of five six. <laughs> Stone is now ESPN Radio, SWX by Tad Television, and the ESPN MT app. But no uh, SWX right now because the Frontier Conference Men's Basketball Tournament is rolling right now on uh, on SWX. Give you an update as soon as they come back from commercial break. Not used to watching their commercials while we're on because usually when we're on, they're on. And then we're, we're on break, they're on break. So uh, give you an update from the Frontier Tournament here. Uh, just a brief minute. You want to be a part of the conversation? Smart or dumb? NFL questions, college questions? Text us 406 888 That's 888 All right, smart or dumb? NFL combine style. Smart or dumb? Michael Penix, the great Southpaw quarterback for the University of Washington, <laughs> going to the combine and saying he's going to throw at the combine. Smart or dumb? Smart, because he's got to, if you're only as good as your last game, he ain't that good. For sure. Right? And I, I just think he needs to throw, uh, because if you looked at his mechanics under pressure, mechanics not in pressure in the championship game, the, the, he, he, not that I question his physical ability to throw a football, the boy can spin a ball. Sure. But can you spin a ball, like, show me your feet, show me your balance, show me your poise, and that, that last game, none of that was uh, none of that was on, on the forefront, my friend. I agree. So I think, I, I agree it's smart, because I think there's three factors here. One, the whole narrative of Penix Bradley, total body of work, is that he was hurt so much. Uh, I was reading his ESPN profile, uh, tore his ACL twice, tore uh, his throw, uh, a ligament in his throwing shoulder. So he's had multiple major surgeries. He missed 25 out of 50 games at Indiana. Then he transferred to Washington and had this this renaissance, this resurgence as a player. Mm-hmm. So you go to the combine first and foremost not to throw. You go to the combine and have a physical. Mm-hmm. But you go to the combine to let teams check you out physically. Let's, let's have our doctor check out your knee, check out your shoulder. Okay, there's one step. Two, I think it shows a lot of courage for him because – it's become en vogue to just do your pro day at your school with your receivers. Your doctors, your people, your, your turf. Yeah. Nobody, you know, your weight coach running the stopwatch, yep. you know, home field, everything. Yep. I think this shows he's willing to go outside the bubble, throw to the receivers that are there, show off with guys you're not accustomed to working with. Because mm-hmm. make no mistake, Washington had lights out receivers last year. I think both those starting receivers for the Huskies are going to the NFL. Throwing to those guys, it shows off, okay, your chemistry with your teammates. Mm-hmm. But being able to form chemistry, that I, to me, I think that quarterbacks in general, not just Michael Penix, should make a, a habit of going to the combine. Because I think you can go there and you can show, hey, I can unite men. Right? Like, I can go there. I can show that I can be a leader. I can, I can get on the same page as these guys in an afternoon and boom, we're rolling. We're looking good. Because that's what you're going to have to do if you're a top draft pick as a quarterback. Yeah, you're going to have to do it. I like the moxie and the steel that he is demonstrated in doing that because sometimes, like, the combine will expose you, too. No, that's right. You know, and, and I like, you know, for the fact that he is throwing to people he's uncomfortable with because if he's making connections with people he's uncomfortable with, it will show you what he's able to do with people he, you know, comes up through the system with and matriculates uh, within a system with. So, um, 
you know, to me, he's an enigma unto himself. He's also a lefty, which sometimes, right. sometimes depending on lefty, the team. He's got a weird release, but he's also, like, just diabolically accurate. Accurate and just, like, sneaky athletic and unapologetically athletic at yeah. the same time. So, um, to me, it's, it's he's, he... The national championship game really put a question mark on this guy. But now he's willing to answer the questions to erase those marks. So we'll see, man. We'll see. The third part I was going to mention is that he has said that he likely won't run the 40, do the vertical, do the broad jumps. I also think that's fine as well. Uh, it's more than fine. He just wants to show up that he's a competitor. Maybe he runs on his pro day at the University of Washington. I, I just think getting out there is what – the thing that's going to set him apart from his peers – is his mentality and his competitiveness because mm-hmm. the physical stuff it is what it is. He, he's he's he looks kind of funky when he throws the ball, mm-hmm. but the but you turn on the film, film don't lie. I mean, the guy tore college football apart last year. Oh, he's a baller, straight baller, <laughs> dude, mean, no doubt. I mean, he threw for almost five thousand yards mm-hmm. last year at the University of Washington. But I love his quote on ESPN.com. He said, "I'm willing to compete. Nothing against the other guys that aren't here and aren't doing it. Everybody's got their reasons, but for me." I'm going to take this opportunity because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I think that uh, he's going to be an interesting one, uh, certainly. So I was down ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for rolling with us here on this Freestyle Friday. Let's hear from the man who's in the mining city, Jeff Safford, will join us on the other side. Don't change that dial. Keep it right here. ESPN Missoula. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on this Freestyle Friday. Colton Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook, kicking it with you here at the ESPN MT studio, live from the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years, and certainly happy to say so. More Class AA continues, our Class AA spotlight. It's probably presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated all winter long at Dazzler's Car Wash. couple scores from the Eastern AA tournaments. I gave you some earlier today, but here's the loser outs from the girls' side. Great Falls High stays alive with a 39-29 win over Belgrade. Billings Senior gets past Bozeman 51-45 to extend uh, their season. Eastern AA boys uh, from earlier this morning. Great Falls CMR 
wins a little uh, Electric City matchup with Great Falls High, 61-37. So the wrestlers stay alive. And uh, Belgrade, 60-55 over uh, Billing Senior. So they stay alive uh, as well. On the western side of the state, we got one team into the boys' finals. That's the Hellgate Knights. We go now to the ESPN MT phone line. Welcome in Jeff Safford. He is uh, a variety of different roles here for us at ESPN MT, including the Missoula Paddleheads voice, the voice of Grizz Hockey, and he'll be the voice of the Class AA tournament for us next week as well. Myself and Rajim will also be riding shotgun uh, with uh, Jeff. Safford, thanks so much for being with us, man. How are you doing? How's the mining city? Jeffrey, can you hear us? Mr. Safford, are you there? Maybe we'll circle back and uh, try Jeff again, but the, uh, the news of the day here uh, that... Hellgate, 41-38 over Helena Capital. Uh, so they're into the Western AA Championship. They will play against the winner of Missoula Sentinel and Butte, which is the game that's uh, about to be underway here. Uh, they're at the uh, the Butte Civic Center. Let's keep playing smart or dumb while... Uh, Don't worry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call them back. Don't worry. It's all good. Uh Smart or dumb, Rajim, the Denver Nuggets should be the favorites to win the NBA championship again this season. Yeah, smart. There's The NBA is really, as the kids would say these days, it's really mid, right? Like, it's just... Why do you think that is? Um, One, super free agency... You know, people are one and done, two and done, three and done, super teams, big three, mega teams, like all the things. The other thing is just the NBA is just watered down. It's just it 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 just doesn't hold the same appeal. But it just there's also just something like the basketball just isn't I mean, these guys are skilled athletes, don't get me wrong, but the overall product is just weak, which then makes it weak to keep teams together, weak to make things happen. And the NBA right now is just, I don't know, it's like watching a, a bad, it's like watching people play video games on YouTube with NBA players. I think that two things have got into this this year. I think one, everybody realizes that the, uh, you can you can go without watching the NBA whatsoever until the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And still have a huge knowledge of the NBA. And then if you just watch the playoffs, you can still be a huge NBA fan. I mean, I am that guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. I have no real thoughts on uh, watching the NBA except for when the playoffs roll around. That's one part. I think the other part, though, is I think Adam Silver's philosophy of making this league completely uh, full of parody and and wanting dynasties to not be the way it was, I mean, the NBA is all about dynasties, period. From In the modern history Absolutely. of the NBA, from the Lakers to the Celtics to the Bulls, Bulls to the Lakers Warriors. again, and then the Warriors. I mean, a dynasty, the Heat, whoever LeBron's plays for, dynasty, dynasty, <laughs> dynasty, right? Yep, yep, yep. Now it's not about that. It isn't. And I think the, the other part there is, I mean, get, who has the best record in the NBA right now? The Minnesota Timberwolves. The, I was going to say the second, the second smallest market in the, in the league. Mm-hmm. Second best record in the West is the Oklahoma City Thunder. You just got teams that people just haven't really bought into yet. Mm-hmm. I think when people realize that Anthony, I mean Anthony Edwards is a straight up top ten player in the NBA. People just need to realize so that good. and and so and, good. and put that in their heads. 
Go back to the, the uh, ESPN MT hotline. Welcome in Jeff Safford once again. Mr. Safford, how's things in the mining city? How you doing? Well, Dude, America is going fantastic so far. First time seeing downtown, uptown Butte in person for the first time. What a cool town. Kind of obviously all the history. It's cool to see and some great basketball to start off the afternoon as well. Hellgate headed to the divisional final. Well, take us through that game then. Capital gives Hellgate all they could handle, but Hellgate does persevere with a 41-38 win. So how was how were the Bruins able to stifle the Knights like they did? Well, I really felt it was um, what they were able to do on the glass, especially looking at Cole Dawes. So he's headed to Montana Tech to play football. You could see why. He's got great feet. He hit a three ball even stepping out to end the third quarter to cut it to a one-point game. And time and time again, it, inside on the offensive glass, it was capital getting it done. But coming down the stretch, Hellgate, they're, what I've seen from them, seeing them now a few times in person, that 2-3 zone is just tough. How quick they're able to converge. And that was the key coming down the stretch for Hellgate. They put the glass down the last two, three minutes to let Capital score anything in the last two and a half minutes of action, and they were able to squeak it out at the end. Part of our Class AA coverage here uh, on Nuanas Now, Class AA Spotlight, probably presented in part by the Montana Educators Credit Union. Montana Educators Credit Union is invested in our community, supporting projects all across high school sports in the Garden City and around the state of Montana. Switch to MECU today. Jeff Safford joining us. Uh, how about what's going on in front of you? The host Butte High Bulldogs. It's at the Civic Center there. Taking on Missoula Sentinel, who's one of the upstarts in this tournament. The sixth seed, they upset Helena High yesterday. So uh, give us an update on this game. Right at the end of the first quarter, actually, as I'm speaking, we're about to see the end sequence here of the first quarter. You taking a shot at the buzzer off the front of the rim. No. At the end of the first quarter, they lead 21-17 over Sentinel. And they got off to a real quick start to the Bulldogs. Three-point shooting, big factor early. Came out in man-to-man defense, forced a couple of turnovers. But Sentinel, after an early timeout, able to stem the tide. And they only trail by four, headed to the second, 21-17, as I mentioned. Well, it should be fun. Uh, jealous that you're there, but also excited that you're there. And uh, have yourself a great evening. But we will recap all this action on Monday. So Jeff Safford will be back here, and uh, we'll have division champions from the West and state tournament qualifiers for both boys and girls basketball. Safford, thanks for doing it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. It's our Class AA Spotlight here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Probably presented in part by Paradise Falls. You can watch all high school games. It's the postseason right now across high school hoops. You can watch all postseason games at Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls is located on the south side of town. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So whatever game you're looking to go to, you can get a nice meal there. No matter what time of day it is, tournament time can be hectic. So if you're in and around Missoula, wanting to keep up with state tournament action... Or just monitor all the postseason action from across high school basketball. Head on down to Paradise Falls. They have 20 big screen TVs. Great place for visitors and locals to hang out. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street. Missoula's coolest hotspot. We'll pay one more set of bills. 
and then keep on playing Rajim's favorite game. Keep it right here. Freestyle Friday on Nuanas Now. ESPN Radio. Great at introducing me and us to new music. Welcome back to us now. ESPN Radio. SWX by Ted Television and the ESPN MTA. Coulter Nuanas, Rajim Seabrook, Tommy Evans behind the glass. Raj is always bringing me new music, new beats, new hip hop. Who's that, Tommy? I have never heard that song before. That is uh, Dylan LeBlanc. Okay, appreciate yeah. it. He's got a pretty cool sound, and so I thought I would introduce you to it today, Coulter. We got to love it. Well, uh, if you haven't been paying attention to the women's golf world at the collegiate ranks, and to be fair, very few do. It's just uh, it's just not really that highly publicized sport here in the state of Montana, just because, you know, it's pretty obvious. We live in Montana. It's hard to have competitive golf in the state of Montana. Although, as Regime aptly pointed out last week, a lot of times our best golfers, they get exported to, like, the biggest programs because they sort of go through this adversity of having to learn how to play golf in Montana. Anyways, women's golf has, has been uphill battle at the University of Montana, but they have a new coach. Jimmy Mee is the new coach. He's a Libby Montana product. He's worked out at the Ranch Club for several years. I remember the first time I ever played golf with him, got paired with him. Uh, he just was joined our group. Didn't know that he was the assistant pro out at the Ranch Club. This guy goes and shoots a 32 on the front. And I was like, hey, dude, what do you what do you do <laughs> for a living? And he's like, well, I'm an assistant pro out here and, and, you know, aspiring professional golfer. So that made sense. Regardless, me has his first huge uh, recruit. Bella Johnson, who's won multiple state championships at Billings West, has been tearing apart the AA ranks. She committed to the Grizz, signed with the Grizz, in fact, officially, uh, earlier today, so that's a it's a big get for for Grizz Golf. So a little Grizz Golf tidbit for you here uh, on Nuaz Now. You missed anything in the show? You can always find it on the Nuaz Now podcast. Probably presented by the Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. MSU Bookstore, visit msubookstore.org. And Shulte Law had a bad day. Been in a car accident that wasn't your fault? Visit jshultylaw.com. We'll get things settled up here with a couple more smart or dumbs. All right, Reggie, uh, here's one for you. Yeah. The, the NCAA tried to enact basically a hold on NIL proceedings yeah. at Tennessee recently. This thing made it all the way to the district federal court, and the court said the NCAA does not have the jurisdiction to impose this, so until this case is settled and or thrown out, the NCAA cannot enact NIL rules whatsoever until this case is either thrown out or or dropped. Is that smart or... I guess the question is, is it smart or dumb for then other universities that aren't Tennessee to turn this into the Wild West. Uh, man, I don't even know. It's it's Isn't this like the weirdest thing that's ever happened to college sports? It's really weird. It's very polarizing. It's very galvanizing in I, some areas. I, I, had, like, I had lunch with one of my good friends here yesterday in Missoula. He played basketball at Oregon State. And I thought he made such a good point. He was like I get where athletes, student-athletes, they make a bunch of money for the school, so I get where you can say, okay, from a business perspective, we deserve to get paid. I That I agree with. But like he said, he's like, man, 
I got full ride scholarship at all these opportunities because I went to Oregon State and it made me better as a man. And he said, also, when you're in college, you're still a kid. Like we got our whole life story about money and making money and monetizing our own selves and monetizing our own image. Supposed to be learning how to do that, not necessarily doing it in college. That was an interesting perspective. I see both sides of this. You know, I, I think each person that has an opportunity, privilege, and the luxury to be gifted athlete and to then have you know be paid off of that image and likeness. You know, the, the old argument of you're getting a, a a full education. That's great, but a lot of these kids that come from situations that don't come from money that don't come from, don't have that frame of sure. reference, like, this may be their only opportunity right. to do so. Right. And I think that a lot of that is forgotten. Um, going to universities, going to college, it's a privilege. For sure. Period. For sure. I don't care who you are, what, what, it is a privilege. And, to and that's, and that's, that's changed, I mean, when you really consider the scope of time, that's changed relatively pretty rapidly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's only been about 25 to 30 years in which people... My father's generation, certainly, and your father's generation, certainly, certainly, considered college as not only a privilege, but like a lofty aspiration that, Absolutely. that, that not very many people got to do. Absolutely. And I know we both had similar upbringings where it was like, that's something that we're going to make sure happens for you, but we, we, but it must happen, but it is a privilege and you must earn it. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, well... I graduated high school. I can go get myself into eighty thousand dollars debt at a state school, and it doesn't matter if I achieved anything <laughs> to get into a college. But it, it, it's interesting how that dynamic has changed, though, right? It, it, it still is a privilege. A lot of young people just don't consider it nearly like it was right. 20, 30, 40 years ago. I, I think. I think the the Wild West statement is is accurate. I think kids aren't allowed to live a certain way as an athlete. And if you're not, right. if you don't have that backing from a family or a trust fund, yep. like, dude, I went to school with dudes that literally starved. Right. I See, I still know, you know, now children of the dudes I went to school with that are literally hungry because they 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 don't have money to buy for food, and by the time practice and lifting is over, the food court is closed. Like, but they don't have money to go to the grocery store, right. and the stipends aren't what they. Considering inflation, like it's just not it's totally. it's, it's, it's not comparable to the, the the cost of living. Before NIL even came to prominence, that dynamic you're talking about was largely erased in the Power Five, yes. only because they have so many resources. I mean, Alabama they got a training table like you can walk into the Alabama training table and be like, "Yo, I want shrimp scampi. I want surf and turf." Like they have chefs. Like this is like. High, high living, but that's Alabama. Mm-hmm. That that's not Northern Iowa. You know, that's not Portland State. The thing, the one rule that they did implement, though, that really got glossed over. I thought that was is actually a good rule. Was the ability for universities to provide full cost of attendance. So what that means is, we've heard the the term full ride forever. If you're on a full scholarship, that doesn't necessarily cover everything the, the full cost of attendance right right full scholarship is your room and your board, board and, and your, your books. books that's it but it's sometimes you know, a meal plan right but like, but like in a town in like missoula or something you have the, that cost let's say that cost is twenty five thousand dollars for an out-of-state student thirty thousand dollars for an out-of-state mm-hmm. student whatever mm-hmm. it's going to cost you another you know whatever thirty five hundred four grand uh, you know to for your gas and have a little money in your pocket. Daily living this, expenses. Right? Like, yeah. go to the movies. Yep. Like, whatever. Just go yeah. to the grocery store or stuff yeah. like that. 
And so some of those, there's only a couple FCS schools have done this, but it's been a huge boon in recruiting is offering that full cost of attendance stipend. Mm-hmm. That to me is good. Mm-hmm. Like NIL paying kids, giving kids guaranteed money because of their image. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope on both sides, but I think like giving a full cost of attendance, that's a, that's a good rule. No, I, I think that the, you know, scholarship monies that are allocated to these, you know, young athletes across the country needs to be re-looked into, needs to be reinvested because uh, a lot of these athletes are kind of like artists. They're starving. And I don't mean like literally starving, they're emaciated, so on and so forth ad infinitum, but they are hungry. They are struggling. You can't get a job sometimes at a, uh, depending on what type of program you're playing for. Like you just don't have the time, the flexibility, or sometimes the energy because you've been, you, you're grinding six to seven to eight hours a day plus game day. So I say pay the kids what they're worth. Plus some of these kids, they're, they're actually writing your checks without having to sign them. Totally. So pay the kids, man. One more. Smarter dumb. The Baltimore Ravens exploring. We talked about the running backs that aren't getting any love. Well, Baltimore is now maybe contemplating signing either Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, or Saquon Barkley. You don't have to actually tell me smarter dumb. That'd be smart, I think, signing any of those guys. Pick one, though. Which one would you sign? I got to go Saquon out of the three. Derrick Henry's got a lot of tread on the tires. He might have another year or two left, but... Big backs like that historically, sometimes once they leave a system, do not things do not bode well in the next system. Josh Jacobs, I'm just you know I think he's good. I like his numbers. I just haven't personally watched enough of of him. I don't watch a lot of Raiders football, yeah. So I'm not the biggest fan. I think Saquon is a good runner and um, also allows you to exploit him. Uh, Saquon's a great receiver. That's right. Backfield, and you can line him up at slot or wildcat. I think he's a bit more multifaceted than the other two. He's way more multifaceted. He's the only one that can... Nobody can compare to Christian McCaffrey. He's incomparable at this exact moment. But I agree. Saquon Barkley is the only guy that can really hold a candle to him in his ability to do all the different things other than just between the tackles. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Well, it's the ESPN Radio update from Butte. Butte led Sentinel 21-15 at the end of one. Sentinel goes crazy in the in the second quarter. They flip it on its head. They lead by as many as 13, and now they're up 12 at halftime over the host Butte High Bulldogs. Impressive. Appreciate you for rolling with us both today and all week. Thanks to Tommy Evans for sitting behind the glass. Thank you to, thanks to Rajim Seabrook for riding shotgun. And thanks to all of you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And guess what? Today's the first day of March. The madness is upon us. All sorts of hoops, high school, college, across the board on Monday. We'll see you at 4 p.m. Thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.